The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, that was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, towards the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And he went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every infirmity among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. So a few, a few years ago, Pope Francis marked off the third Sunday of Ordinary Time as the Sunday of the Word, as a time to dedicate our thoughts and our, the preaching and, and everything that happens here towards sacred scripture and the importance that sacred scripture should play in our daily lives. And that was what his encouragement was, was that uh, we would maybe reconsider our relationship with scripture at this point, not so that we only focus upon it on one day a year, but that we might from this day take an inspiration to, if we don't have a habit of a daily engagement with Scripture, uh, to do that. And so it was to highlight the importance of the Scriptures in the life of a Christian, essential to any authentic spiritual life, as Pope Benedict says, is a relationship with the Scriptures through a daily meditation and reflection upon the Word. How can we come to know the God whom we serve if we do not listen to Him, if we do not listen to the Lord? As St. Francis de Sales says, he says in his introduction to the devout life, he says, remember, the Lord receives our words of prayer based on how we receive his words of teaching. And so the Lord waits for us to receive his words first, to see then how he will receive our words of prayer. When we are praying to the Lord, do we want him to listen to our words? Well, then we should listen to his words. When we are praying to the Lord, do we want him to listen to our words with love? Well, then we should listen to his words with love. 
when we pray to the Lord? Do we want Him to act upon the things that we ask Him? Well, then we need to act upon and implement the things that He asks us and speaks to us. If we treat His words with delicacy, with love, with attention, He will do the same with our words. And so that's a beautiful image, um, but a deep reality of what St. Francis de Sales is saying there regarding our relationship to Scripture. As it says in the Catechism, and we've said before, we have to remember as well is that we need uh, to meditate upon the Scriptures because when we pray, we are speaking to God. But when we read the Scriptures, He's speaking to us. And so if we want the influence and the light of God in our life, we have to allow that light in by a personal choice and by personal discipline. To set aside time every day, whereas we see in the scriptures, the light that dawned upon Zebulun and Naphtali and the region of Galilee can also dawn in our own life. We have to open our eyes and our minds and our hearts to the light in order that the light can have any effect in us. And the light is Christ himself. And so what we see here in the gospel today is very beautiful. We have the Lord, as it's described here, moving towards this area of Galilee and actually setting up his dwelling there at Capernaum so that very truly a light has dawned for those people. But what's interesting, I read a commentary yesterday as well, is that one of the commentators was saying that all of this movement that we see in the gospel today begins first by a withdrawal by Jesus. He heard that John had been arrested, the great forerunner of Christ, John the Baptist. And John, who also preceded Christ in preaching the kingdom of heaven coming, he also precedes Christ in going to prison. He, in every sense of his life, foreshadows what will happen to Christ himself. But it is not yet the time for Christ's arrest. And so when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. That word for withdrawal in the Greek is where we get the word for anchorite, those who withdraw from everything that is worldly in order to turn their attention to what is of heaven. And so the Lord is teaching us as well, is that in the face of everything that is in the world, our first response is withdrawal, not so that we stay withdrawn, but so that we encounter God first, right? That we pull out and withdraw from everything that is worldly in the order that we might come back with everything that is heavenly. We withdraw from everything that is darkness, that we might come back from that withdrawal with light. This is what happens and should happen in our daily prayer. This is the withdrawal of prayer, the going into the inner room and speaking with God and being influenced and instructed and guided and sanctified by Him so that the movement out then from the withdrawal, as we see what happens. It says that then after that withdrawal, it says Jesus went out and began preaching. He's teaching us by his own example what should be the model of our daily prayer, a withdrawal from darkness, a withdrawal from the world, a withdrawal from evil, from sin, from all of these things, a going into the inner room and allowing the light of God to shine there, which is the light that comes to us through his sacred words, through scripture. And then to reflect on them, meditate upon them, receive them as we've said with love, and allow them to influence our prayer as well, so that we pray according to the way in which God wants us to pray. 
If our prayer is not instructed by his word, it can just become babble. We can be asking for things that we don't understand in ways that we don't understand. But when we are instructed by the wisdom of God, our prayer takes on his wisdom. And then what we see is all of the fulfillment that is happening here in this very profound scene. It says, the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. And he is fulfilled because that light has now come to the very region that he spoke of. The light of God now dwells in Capernaum and lives beside the Sea of Galilee. Then what happens, it says, Jesus began to preach. And what he does is he preaches exactly what had been preached by St. John the Baptist. He had been the one, as the word, who inspired his prophet, St. John the Baptist. And so the one who had preached through his prophet now preaches from his own mouth. He walks along the Sea of Galilee. And what he does is he now wants to draw others into this same work of this withdrawal and then this preaching of the kingdom. And so he sees two brothers and he casts out, as we've said before, his words towards them and he catches them up in his words and he draws them to himself. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. The word of God not only brings light, it also brings vocation, call upon our life. Engagement with the word of God and with scriptures is what helps us to direct our life so that the Lord can interrupt our life by his words as he interrupts the life of Peter and Andrew, but he also redirects it. He uses what they have as natural qualities. They are fishermen. But then he takes these natural qualities and he elevates them with supernatural grace and a supernatural call. You will be fishermen of men. He takes all of those skills that they have and he will use those now for the kingdom. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. They know that those nets that they had previously used are not the nets that they will use to catch men. They leave behind the natural nets and they take up the net that is the word of God, the net that they have been caught in, the net of sacred scripture. One of the church fathers also says that that very action that they are doing, which it says casting out that net, that is that type of net, it's circular and it's weighted and it sinks all the way to the bottom and then it's dragged back up. One of the church fathers says that's a beautiful image of what we should do when we meditate upon sacred scripture, is that we cast out into the deep of sacred scripture and through time and silence and humility and prayer, we then draw back up from its depths all of the truths and the wisdom that come from sacred scripture. And we can, as the fishermen, nourish themselves upon the fish that they catch, so also we are nourished upon that act of meditation on the word and going deep into the word. And so these fishermen, after being caught up in the words of Jesus, turn and immediately leave behind those natural nets, take up the net of sacred scripture and enter into this life of withdrawal and preaching. And through their response to the word of God, the world is transformed. The world received their preaching, but it was because they gave themselves first to that withdrawal. And so the encouragement, just to close on this third Sunday of ordinary time, the Sunday of the word of God, that has set in our hearts a firm resolution that daily we will withdraw with the word, 
Allow the word to impact our interior. Allow the word to enlighten our interior. Allow the word to purify our interior. So that when we then come out from that withdrawal, those times of prayer, we come out filled with light, with love, with grace, and with Christ. Amen.